Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Obviously, over, you know, much simpler, simplified yeah, I version. Like, I, I like my evidence that way. I like my evidence chewed up and digested. <laughs> this is the plaintiff, John Mahoney. He says he was hired by the defendant to provide karaoke services at his bar. And when he plugged his equipment in there, there was a loud bang and a flash. Turns out the defendant's bar was faulty in its wiring. His equipment was fried. He's out 600 bucks. The cheap defendant refuses to reimburse him, so he's suing. This is the defendant, Jesse Patterson. He says he didn't hire the plaintiff. The company he usually uses for karaoke services did so in essence. He's a subcontractor. He has no issues with the electrical configuration in his club. The plaintiff's equipment malfunctioned. And he has no responsibility whatsoever to pay for his broken stuff. He's accused of shorting out. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come forward, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, John Mahoney, you are suing Nightlife 614, doing business as Stadium Sports Bar, represented here by Jesse Patterson. You're one of the owners? Yes. For $600 in lost wages, computer repair, and your time in finding ways to keep your business running without a computer. That's right. Because according to you, faulty wiring in their bar crashed your system or blew up your system. What happened? Um, well, on the 17th of September, um, uh, another karaoke company that I'm familiar with, uh, we've covered for each other in the past, um, gave me a call actually before that and said, listen, we have a wedding. Um, we're not going to be able to do our normal Friday at the stadium. Would you be able to fill in? And I said, sure. Um, all of the, uh, you know, whatever um, arrangements uh, they had made, they just basically passed on to me and passed on to Jesse, I assume. So the regular karaoke, uh, the regular company, karaoke company that does company, work for them right. was going to be unavailable? Unav- right. Okay. So, so they that company you. gave me a call. Um, they basically said the arrangements are essentially this. Um, you work, uh, you know, these hours, I think it was like a 9.30 to 1 or 9 to 1. Um, you, uh, they'll, they'll pay you $100 unless it's more, you know, unless the business is exceptionally well, and then you get more. Um, the, the convention, whenever one karaoke company covers for another, is not that those people are being hired by the other company. What happens is um, they can't provide the service that day to the bar, so another company comes and provides the same service to the bar, and the bar pays the company. You don't get yeah, paid. Yeah, but you're still a sub. Right. Well, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm a comic. It doesn't make a difference. I think you guys right. are thinking it makes a big difference in this okay. case. I'm here to tell you it doesn't. Okay, fair ahead. enough. Um, the long and the short of it is I did my normal setup. Uh, I put... Um, 
Um, I have a, a, a powered mixer amp. I have kind of a uh, uh, a little picture of how it all goes together. Okay. Yeah. Where, let me where see the that. and. Uh, Um, it's obviously a over, you know, much simpler, simplified yeah, I version. Like, I, I like my evidence that way. I like my evidence chewed up and digested. All right. So you have a power mixing board. Right. And there's speakers. Right. There's speakers that we set up and then microphones for the, for the singers. So into the power mixing board goes the wire for the speaker. Right. Goes your laptop. Right, and then who, who owns a power mixing board? That's, mine. They, that's, that's yours mine. too. Yeah. So everything, I, everything, I come complete, you know. With okay, everything. and the audio input to the laptop from the power mixing board. Yeah, that's where the um, the uh, the problem. The spark that you're about to tell me about happened, right. and then there's the house power. Right, the house power. How do you connect in. to the house power? Um, I use a, an extension cord and a, a power strip, and I plug everything into the power strip. What from, kind of power strip? It's uh, it's actually oddly enough, uh, it's a surge protect power strip. If you had a surge protector, how could what you're about to describe to me happen? Uh, the surge protector only protects on the um, live, the powered lines. And again, that's all, that, 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 and uh, the next page on that is gonna explain a lot of what's going on here. Um, the ground is where the, is where, from the, is the only place that power surge could have come from. And the ground is not protected on the surge protector. The ground is Why? always on Wouldn't that be the whole purpose of a surge protector is to protect I, against I, a surge? It, actually, what, the, what it does is it protects against ground faults. But I don't understand. My understanding of a surge protector, if you're going to tell me that it works differently, you're going to need to prove it, that a surge protector is supposed to protect against a surge okay. coming in from the this wire. This was not a surge, per se. Ah. The computer's not plugged in. Okay, I plug into the wall, um, I, and I plug everything into a power the strip. The computer's not plugged into what? Anything. The computer's not plugged in anything. Oh, the only thing that's plugged in right now is the, uh, the, the powered mixer. Okay. And that's not on. Okay. okay, so you plug it into the house wall. What right. happens next? Okay, I, I take the audio cord, I plug the audio cord in the powered mixer, and I go to plug it into the, into the laptop, and there's a spark and smoke. Okay, so some electricity is going, right? A current is going from your power mixer to your computer. Yes, and it should because, be. Right. So it's on now when the spark happens, right? No. Nothing is on when the spark happens. Nothing. Okay. But l let me, on is the wrong term. It is, re you have plugged it in, and that's when the spark happens, right? I plugged it in. So it's, it's wired, off. your computer's wired to your power mixer. No, my computer is not, my computer is off and unplugged. Then, then, then what does it have to do with this bar, period? It, okay, there's the, not a connection between the bar's wall there, and your computer. Because there's basically current leaking onto the ground. The ground is not switched. When you say ground, what are you referring to? The round bit at the bottom. There's positive, there's common, then there's the ground. Okay, I, listen, dude, do you have an expert witness? I do not. Because I can't just have a litigant try to confuse me and, and then I say, oh, that sounds you. good. Listen to me very that. basically, because your drawing was very basic, but your testimony isn't, and I want to try to understand. You have a computer, mm -hmm. you have a power board mixer, mm -hmm. and you have that guy's wall. Right. Okay. And according to you, you have a surge protector. Correct. Which, by the way, was not in your complaint. You never mentioned that in your complaint, but okay. So you plug your power mixer into where? Into the surge protector. And then you plug your surge protector into his wall. Correct. And then when you use a wire, to connect your audio, what, what, what wire did you call it? Your audio wire? The audio out from the computer into the 
power board, that is when you see a spark. Correct. Ergo, your argument is something in their wiring in their wall causes to happen. Correct. How do I know that something in your power board mixer didn't cause this to happen? Aside from the technical issues, um, I have a witness statement from the people who hired me. They, they had several issues um, at the same bar. Um, the, the bar itself lost a TV and then blamed it on the karaoke company. They, uh, the karaoke company also... Paid for the TV? Yes. Also, Why would they pay for a TV that's not even their TV? Well, karaoke companies, on, on a, especially on a gig that's uh, two nights a week, is it's a pretty you know important part of their business, and I'm sure they were trying to basically just keep the peace. Yeah, but what, oh, tell me about the TV. What happened with the TV? Because I do see um, the statement from the other company, which, by the way, you're no longer using that other company either, right? Uh, tentatively. So you do use them? Tentatively. Uh, well, they're trashing you like crazy. Um, <laughs> so they say that you unfairly made them pay for a TV and also a speaker, I think they said that they... Well, they had a, they had a powered speaker that blew, and they also lost a cord and... Right. Um, so tell me about that. Do you remember the TV and the speaker? Absolutely. Okay, they, what uh, happened with the TV? What happened with the speaker? This has nothing to do with that. Well, no, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. What happened with okay. the TV and what happened with the speaker? Long story. <laughs> He's using that as evidence that there's something wrong in your wiring. No, long story short, um, they had... They, well, this is all one day. This okay. is all one incident. They okay. had someone, uh, one of their friends that they was helping set up or do something, and they were doing something with their equipment. What? And they... Well, we don't we don't know what they did, but they they had did they were just hooking up their equipment, had no business doing it doing anything over there. But it was like a friend of a friend, but they were hanging out drinking or whatever. So they he did something and it messed something up. What did it mess up? Uh, it messed up their speaker and the, and the TV. And the TV belongs to you guys. Correct. So what did uh, were you there when it happened? I was there. And, but you didn't see it. You didn't correct, see it. correct. So did you come out to address it? Correct, yes. Yeah, and what did you guys talk about? What did they say? Well, it was, it, we, they just, they said that they, you know, we don't know why he did this, and he's going to, the person that their friend was going to pay them back, they was going to take care of it with us. So there was never any question. They went ahead and paid for the TV. Oh, yeah. All right, and now, according to the statement that they give you, oh, there must be something wrong with the wiring. We shouldn't have had to pay for the TV, but they paid for the TV. I understand. All right, and, um, and they ate their own speaker issue because somebody, according to him, was wiring stuff up that they shouldn't have been. Right. This is delicate wow. stuff. Now, he says that your wiring caused uh, a short, a spark. A short. Uh, blue, uh, the, the net net of this is that you can no longer use the USB ports or the... Right. So you didn't do karaoke that night. I could not. Okay. Now, did you end up with karaoke that Yeah, night? absolutely. I um, uh, immediately after he he uh, he spent a couple hours trying to set his equipment up. I just don't think he knows how to set his stuff up. Uh, but he's nevertheless he sets it up, figures out that he it doesn't is not functioning. Um, have a beer and still trying to figure it out, and and he finally leaves. I call another guy. Did he ever tell you about the spark though? Yes. He did. He did yeah, mention yeah. something about it. Okay. He did. Um, and I, you know, I have equipment myself, and I say, you know, did you check this? You check this, check this, and he, you know, he said yes. And um, I immediately after he left, I immediately called another karaoke company. They came right away. He posted, uh, he checked in, he posted on Facebook that he was uh, doing a last minute fill in, and uh, he's he, you know, packed house, had a great night. Did his computer blow? No, use the same plug, same setup, same like. Same plug. How do you explain that? Uh, well, different equipment's wired different ways. That's all, all I mean. Right. So, so how do you okay. explain then that there's something wrong in his wall and not I, something okay. wrong so, with the way you wired stuff up? 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Uh, look at this. We're at the TMZ Hollywood Tour Bus. Hi, guys. Um, we are here just because we thought, hey, it'd be a fun place to do it, talk to the tourists, uh, kind of get a smattering of views from all over the world. So the first question in this case, does it make sense that this guy's equipment shorted out if the next person plugged everything in and it worked fine? I mean, I think this guy's really full of it. It's clearly his own fault if he didn't know how to use his own equipment. How is his own fault if, the, if he says it got everything shorted out? I think he just used poor equipment and it just wasn't val valid for... So it was poor equipment and he's blaming it on the socket. Right. Okay, we will sue who the judge... Oh, can I say it? It's really terrible. We'll see if the judge will sock it to the guy. We're going inside the courtroom. There's a lot of different ways to run karaoke. Okay, I, you don't I, think he used a surge protector, do you? Did the I, I, topic come I, I up that day? I, don't, I think he has inaccurate equipment to do the job. Um, yeah, but do you, you know whether he used a surge protector or you don't know? I don't know if he used a surge protector or not. But if he did... I don't know. That's why I imagine you as a bar owner who's having somebody complain that there was a, a surge. Would, the first thing you would do would look to see how he wired up and whether he used a surge protector. I mean, no. I don't know how with a surge protector, which has been around forever, this would happen. But I certainly don't know how you're going to prove that when it does happen, even if you did have a surge protector and it happened anyway, how do you prove when it's when you wired it to your equipment and another equipment that that spark was a fault of faulty wiring there? Your only way to prove it is a statement that you have from another karaoke company that you apparently you're still employing saying, yeah, this is wrong, this is, this is wrong, we shouldn't you know, have to pay for that, yada, yada. But have they ever come back to you and said, I insist you pay us back for that TV because it wasn't our fault? No. Right. So uh, I'm kind of having a problem with that, especially when somebody else came and went ahead and played that night. So based on what I'm listening to, you have not proven to me that it is their fault rather than your fault that a bad thing happened, and therefore I'm going to rule in favor of the defendant. That's my verdict. So unable to prove his case, the plaintiff comes out empty-handed. What's, what's, uh, what well, are you about I'm, to say I'm there? Certainly disappointed that I didn't get a chance to um, uh, let the judge know that I, I'm not incompetent by any stretch. My equipment is, is exceptional. I do this many times a week. I have witness statements from other bar owners that um, I've never missed a show, that this has never happened. Are you going to make any changes at all when you leave this courtroom in, in your equipment or your... Um, I will Technique. make sure I'll keep a I'll keep a, 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 a tester for the outlets from now on, so I can make sure the outlets are good. Mm -hmm. There's a good something you learned out of this. Mm -hmm. At least, hopefully, that helps. All right, step on in here. What are you smiling about? Oh, the judge did a great ruling. She mm -hmm. knows she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Really? Do you? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing too. Oh, he, I, he, he didn't. Did you think he was competent when you watched him uh, do his thing? No, I think he tried to confuse the judge. I think she caught on to it right, early. You got it. Harvey. I mean, so here's the deal, Kurt. The guy has a theory that everything got shorted out, but it's a theory, and the fact that everybody else was okay just kind of blows his case out of the water. Now, we'll do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff. Fantasia Govan, she says. She was living in an apartment that a defendant's grandmother owned, and one day she came home and her kitchen and bathroom were dismantled and rendered useless. The defendant just decided to, out of the blue one day, do renovations. Those renovations took months. She didn't have a working bathroom or kitchen and is suing for $3,500 for mental anguish and her missing belongings. 
This is the defendant, Candace Green. She says the plaintiff wasn't even paying any rent in her grandmother's house. She was technically squatting. She was told numerous times to vacate. The plaintiff refused. And she has every right to do renovations if she wants to because she couldn't get the plaintiff to leave. This lawsuit is completely bogus. And if anyone's owed money, it's her. She's accused of dismantling an apartment. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff was living in an apartment the defendant's grandma owned and says one day the kitchen and the bathroom were just dismantled. But the defendant says the plaintiff was a freeloader. It's the case of squatter. She hardly knew her. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Fantasia Govan. Yes, ma'am. You are suing Candace Green for $3,500 for missing... I, uh, Personal items, cost of moving, one day's lost wages, and emotional distress. Oh, and forced homelessness. I didn't even know forced homelessness was a cause of action. But. All righty, let's hear from you. What happened? Okay, um, it's unfortunate we even have to be here. Like, me and Candace, I've known her for like six years. You know, like, we used to chill, hang out. I did smoke weed, she drank liquor, we chilled together, stuff like that, you know? We was really cool, you know? I'ma keep it real with you, straight out the gate, you know? You could have kept it real with me without telling me that. <laughs> right. That was an option for right. you. Um, so what happened is, in June of 2013, I moved in with my girlfriend, and I was staying there. Um, she has the apartment, the apartment. Is this your girlfriend who you moved in with, or this yes. is somebody else? that's my girlfriend. In June of when? 2013. Okay. Yes. Are, are you related to her? Yes. Stand up, please. What's your relationship with her? That's my little sister. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Um, the My girlfriend was given an apartment by her great-grandmother who owns the brownstone that the apartment is in. Um, I, I have her lease. What does given the apartment mean? She um, took care of her grandmother while she was sick, and her grandmother gave her the apartment. Do you mean in a will? Do you mean no. pass no, it down? No, she, she let her have it and rent it to her. I, I have her lease. The lease is in her name. Do you pay rent there? I was at one point, yes. When? I was. Um, when I first got there in 2012. When? 2012. Yeah. When did you stop paying rent? Um, I was... It's kind of hard because I was on it's public not hard. assistance. When did you stop paying rent? I don't know because public assistance, they had cut me off. Okay. But I kept reapplying. Why did they cut you off? Um, for certain, for not going to back-to-work programs for sometimes. What? Not going back-to-work programs. All right. So you stopped paying rent at the place in 2013? 2012? 2013. It was continuous. Like it's Okay. So, and, and you continue to live there? Yes. And um, this is your great-grandmother or your yes. grandmother? Great-grandmother. Great-grandmother. Is your great-grandmother alive? Yes. All right. So did she, I guess she, you know, just understood and was fine with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how many people were living there? At the time, there was myself, my girlfriend, Candace, her mother, her stepfather, and another young man. Okay. Who's who here? Who's sitting over there? That's my mom and my aunt. Come on up, mom. She gets out of there, and what happens? At some point, somebody decides to renovate that place because she's gone. Where did you go? I had um, moved to Texas to help with my friend for a couple of months. You moved to where? Texas. Texas. I went to visit, yeah, to okay. Texas. Okay, you went to visit? It for was a visit. because I. Was How long did you stay there? For two, like two, three weeks because of everything that happened. I came right back. Okay, so uh, you find out, so what, ha- what is it that happened? What happened is the day that she left, the day that she left, a man rang the bell. Candace, at this point, was staying on the first floor with the aunt. 
in that apartment. Right. Okay. Right. So what happened is when he rang the bell, I just looked at the And just hold on one second. And why were you staying on the first floor with your aunt? Because uh, they had broken into my room and- Who's they? Fantasia and Victoria. I had a lock on my door. Um, and they took the stuff that was in the side room and put it into the room that I was actually in where the lock was and they pushed my bed against the wall so there was no way for me to get in there. But or why? Sleep. Why would they do such a thing to you? Were you guys not they getting along? They wanted me to get out. All right, so you ended up uh, in the ants and then what happened? Long story short, I had left. She just came upstairs and just did the renovations because we had got into it before I left over some grapes. I have proof of why she was like, not in a She went anymore. in, you went in and did a uh, renovations in the apartments. So who authorized that? My grandmother. Okay. And what about your great grandmother? Oh, who sorry, my great grandmother. Your great grandmother authorized yes. it? And what was this about? Um, I was trying, actively trying to get an apartment, but you know, real estate agents, they go back and forth, they disappear for a little while. I don't know what was going on. The lady wouldn't respond to me. So, great grandmother told me, she kept asking me to stay. She said, I don't want you to leave. I never wanted you to leave. I never wanted you to go anywhere, so stay. I said, I can't stay up there with Victoria. We're having too many issues. I need to leave. So, she kept asking me to stay, and then Victoria left. Well, from what I was told, she moved out and moved to Texas or to North Carolina, wherever, and she wasn't coming back. Mom, where did your daughter go? She went to Texas. Was she moving there or was she She said visiting? she was moving. Okay, but then what was going to happen with her girlfriend? Right. Exactly. Nobody cared. No, right, including Victoria. So, what did no, Victoria say about her girlfriend? I, she said that, she did say that she was going to leave. She did tell me that she was going to leave, but not right away because she was supposed to give me the key. <laughs> but she never left right away. Wait. Now, where she was going to go, I don't know. That's what she said. Were you going to move? Absolutely not. Well, Absolutely you were going to stay there until when? Well, honestly, the plan was when she went to Texas, I told her she wasn't really doing anything up here. I told her, I said, if you could get a job and stuff like that, if we can, like, I'll, you know, I'll relocate and go to Texas. That was the plan. Okay, there so was you were no, gonna leave. There was no for a little while. The day Tori left, these renovations started. What ended up happening? Where are you living right now? In a shelter. Okay, together? Yes. Okay, what ended up happening? What ended up happening is when I came upstairs, um, my kitchen sink, my bathroom sink was in my room. The washing machine was in the middle of my bedroom. The My front door was no longer on the hinges. They took it off, they took all the doors off. I have Do you have, you have a video? Yes, ma'am. Let me see that. Right, they're renovating the place. I've been forced to pack up, so I'm starting to pack a lot of my belongings. You've been forced by who to pack up? But I could, it was unlivable. What happened is- Did you ever talk to, to um, did, did you guys, either of you, ever talk to great-grandma? Victoria, I imagine you had um, to talk to great- I did, I spoke, when I came back, it was just attitude. From great-grandma? Grandma, she just was like, she didn't want to have nothing to do with me because one okay. minute it's 
All right, so you're, you're suing for $3,500. Most of it is emotional distress. Mm -hmm. What's the emotional distress? This, that they renovated their place? Right, the whole situation is very emotional. Like, I've been to five Memphis shelters over the, since April. You do understand that you're not paying rent and you haven't in years. And you do understand that that family owns it. And yes. you do understand that that family told her get your act together and get out. So what is it? Yeah. So what you're Nobody saying? Never told Nobody, her that. Told, Nobody that. told her that. Gram Great grandma no. didn't tell grandma, you. You said no, it was attitude. What was she? She was upset because I don't know. It's a lot of things. Right. So what did she tell you? So how many people live under the same roof before there is automatically a conflict? I'm going to go over here. It would be two. <laughs> uh, to only two. That's it. Huh? That's all it takes. That's how well you get along with people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you from? Louisiana. Where? Lafayette. Interesting, okay. Uh, how many people? What's the magic number? Three. Why three? That's interesting. Because let's say you have your boyfriend and a kid, and then yourself, you can get in arguments. So. Oh, you made it a family. You, all of a sudden you had a kid? <laughs> oh, wow, okay, going inside the courtroom. She was just, she was mad at me. She said, um, I don't want you up there at one okay, point. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what point. I said. Great grandma says, no, you can't stay there anymore. All right, mm -hmm. so you're renovating it. Your plan is to go ahead and move up there. You, you apparently, it sounds like, I don't know, Sounds like maybe the family wants you to get your act together and the family feels like she should stop but, being punished because she did get her act together. Uh, and so, know. you know, they're kind of trying to balance things out. What I would like to know is why are you here? I'm here. They threw out some of your stuff? What happened is while I was packing up my stuff, there were things that I was looking for that I couldn't find. There was a pair of sneakers that I okay, couldn't find. Okay, what evidence do you have that they, they, they threw that out or something? Yeah. I mean, the only else. thing I have is the fact that there was a lot of things, like, bagged up and that the witness left behind? Huh? Did I leave it behind? No, like when I came, when I came upstairs, there were things that were always bagged up okay. at the time. Some of them were missing. So some things were missing yes. from inside because those bags? there were things that were packed and thrown what away. What was missing from inside those bags? Okay, inside I was missing a pair of sneakers. I was missing a pair of shoes, and I was missing like numerous like DVDs that I had. And okay, that's do you have any idea where those are? Not at this point, but when that did happen, we told her that, well, my mom relayed the message that we were going to put her things in the hallway because she took forever to come get them out of the apartment. Where was she? Was she living there or she wasn't living there? So she was li living there. And then my mother told me that she had left. So had she left? and then she what was coming back she to get it. Because she gave me the keys. And when did that happen? And oh, I don't remember. That. Okay. So and then after that, there were still bags there? Yes. Okay. For how long after that? Months. Months. Okay. And then did you tell her you got to get your bags out of there? Yes. And I told Victoria to come and get it. And? She came and got a few things. So she went through whatever she went through and she took whatever she wanted to take out and she told me to throw the rest of it away. And did you throw them away? I sure did. Oh, and you're suing Ms. Green. Why? If it sounds like it's Mama threw it out because she says you told her. Whether it's true or not, it's Mama Honor, threw it out. We're, we're done. We're done. We're done. They don't have to pay for you to move. They don't have to pay for emotional distress. And I have your word against theirs on whether you were leaving stuff behind. Your own mother's saying that you came, had a chance to take stuff, and then left everything and told her to throw it out. That was Victoria's belongings. No, I yeah, I know. I know. That's testimony also. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, no, Fantasia, that family's not going to pay you $3,500. I suggest that everybody try to get their act together around here. So I hope that the day comes when you guys can patch up whatever's going on between you because she's as much your daughter as she is. Out loud so she can hear you because I don't think she's listening. She's looking. Down. I love the both of you and both of you are my children. 
on your lawsuit against her, zero. Good luck, folks. All right, step in here. Uh, what's what's uh, your reaction to this? I mean, my reaction to the situation is she didn't take time to really listen to what happened. Victoria, what's going through your mind? Nothing, a lot. It's just a lot. A lot, right? Yeah. What did you hear when your mom looked over to you and just said she loved you and all? Nothing. Nothing at all. It looks like something. All right, you were saying? I mean, like, the whole situation is just sad because we were friends, you know, and... What about the family going on here? The family? That's I mean, this, this isn't a... I've always tried to play media between her and her sister. So, you know, as far as it being family, I always understood that. Don't you want your family? Yeah, but they... It's, it's a big thing. Like, they just lie about a lot of stuff. All right, okay. okay. All right, All right follow Officer McIntosh here. All right, come on in here, um... What's your reaction to this? Um, honestly, I really just want to be left alone. Like, this all happened in the summer, so I don't understand why I'm being attacked. Let me uh. ask you, uh, you see Victoria out here, you see what condition she's in. She can't even speak. Why? I don't know. I just want my girls to get along. That's all I want. At the end of the day, I just want yeah, them to get along. Why isn't it happening? I don't know. They, they just argue all the time now. Now they don't even speak to each other. So I just want them to get Can you back. bridge this? Can you fix I'm it? I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Harvey? I got to say, it's a great gesture by the judge that these cases are about money, but they're really not always about money. And if the judge can help repair a family relationship, that's a good thing. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Elfrida Capo. She says the defendant has been her landscaper for the past 15 years, and they damaged the siding to her house with their machinery and refused to pay her for the repairs. She has since fired them. She's tired of looking at the damage to her beautiful house and is suing them here and now for the $1,600 she's owed. These are the defendants, Ramon and Christine Reyes. Christine says she checked out the so-called damage to the plaintiff's house, and it was obviously old damage, which was caused by her former landscaper. Their lawnmowers didn't even line up with the old damage, proving they were not the ones who caused it. Even so, they offered to repair it for her to keep goodwill, but she refused and demanded a complete redo of her siding. And that's not fair. They're accused of harming a house. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant's landscaper damaged her vinyl siding, but the defendant says the damage was pre-existing and their lawnmower couldn't have done it. Somebody it's the case of, okay, one more time, mower, we hardly knew her. Elfrida Capel. Yeah. You are suing Ramon Reyes and his landscaping company. You've asked us not to mention the name of the landscaping company, and we'll respect that. For $1,600, the cost that you say it's going to cost you to replace siding on the side of your house that you say they have damaged. Yes. Okay. How long have you been using them as your landscapers? Oh, about 10, 15 years. Do you know how long it's been? I believe it was about 8. 8 to 10. 8 to 12. 12. All right. And so what happened? Well, I noticed... Uh, 
that my the side of the house, the land, uh, the, the siding was damaged with their lawnmower. And uh, I always paid my uh, the whole service for the whole year in the, sp in the spring. So this spring, after they came for the spring cleaning, I paid the bill. But then uh, when the guy came and uh, he mowed the lawn, I went outside because I had seen the damage. I went outside and I spoke to one of his employees and he said, yes, we did this damage last year. So I Which went, employee said that? Do you know what the name of the employee? No, I didn't ask because I didn't want to know the name because if it came to this, I didn't want him to lose his job, you know. Okay. Oh. But so when did you notice the damage to the siding? I noticed it last year. And you didn't say anything until this year? Well, I saw uh, Ray one time uh, weed whacking uh, by my garden. So I went outside and I told him, you know, they got to be more careful. They're damaging my uh, siding. And what did he say? So he said he's going to tell the... Uh, employees to be more careful to be more careful okay but what and wh so what made that you didn't sue then you didn't even mention it to him last year so what made you sue now w what occurred that made you sue well my son was irate because I uh, you know rehired him because I uh, rehired him your he son was irate when, about it like yeah. he got mad okay yeah. what, what did he just show up and see it like when did he where, well, he saw I can't help but notice he's not here. <laughs> he, he saw it last year, and uh, because I rehired him for, the, for for this year, he said, what's the matter with you? Uh, you know, uh, why don't you make him responsible for, for his damages, you know? Then I sent a letter that I terminate the services, uh, and because of this reason that he uh, that they damaged my side. Do you have pictures? Yes, I do. May I see it? So what happened? Um, she, she came, she approached me one time about, uh, two, three years ago and said, you know, I want to show you something. And I, and she showed me to the side of the house and she, so, you know, she goes, I'm not, you know, I just want to let you know, I need the guys to be more careful because they're damaging the side of my house. I said, all right. And that was it. Then, uh, you know, this time about, uh, you know, we get a letter saying that she wanted something done about the damage. So then I had uh, my contractor go over there to talk to her and see what he could do. So he went there to replace it and fix it. And for some reason, uh, or they couldn't come to a conclusion on how to fix it. Because Who's she- Who's my, my contractor. And her? And her, yes, he because? dealt with her. Because she wanted the whole siding replaced, not just the pieces that were damaged. So can vinyl siding fade? Yes, Mother Nature is not nice to man-made materials and it could fade. <laughs> okay, I, does anybody disagree with that? Because I'm not quite sure. Does anybody think it doesn't fade? Huh? Who what? It does fade. I think it does. They say Mother Nature times. I'm looking for somebody on my side here. You see, it was bait and switch. Mm, moving inside the courtroom. Did anybody come out and take a look? Uh, yes. You, Did you, you have know, a discussion with them while you were there saying the whole side needs to be? No. 
No, Those I, words never I, came out I, of your mouth. I figured when he was done, he would come. Did he give you an estimate for for fixing it? He doesn't charge me because I refer him. I refer him business. So whatever I have him fix, he just fixes. But we do have a letter from him stating that he did look at the house and that she was requesting for the entire siding to be replaced. Hmm. And that's and, why he didn't uh, But does he, so he doesn't charge you. Well, by, uh, I, we, we, we sort of bought our services because yeah. we advertise together. And whatever I need, because we, we, we do damage. We do yeah, that. I know. What are you going to tell me that? No. I mean, I don't know if you do. Okay, if you if you're riding in this narrow piece, yeah. a a lawnmower, you know, I, yeah. I I don't know if we did it or not. I know I personally didn't do it, but maybe one of the guys that was working with me, because they lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. They, I I could tell them something. They won't admit anything. They that's won't for admit sure. Anything. I'm like, listen, just tell me. I got a guy that fixes it. Look, I. I I've been in business a long time. I mean, we do damage. I send the guys over. He fixes it. Now, he went over to, uh, to talk to her about that, and it was the panels on the side. He said, listen, I can replace it. I told her it would be a little discolored. But she oh, wanted if it's going to gonna be discolored, I don't want you to do that to my house either. Why would I want to accept a discolored house? Well. But if we replace the I thought, is it vinyl siding? Yes. Why would it be discolored? I thought that was a whole idea that vinyl didn't change well, color. Well, because the it? fade, it would fade. It would be it the same fade? color, but over the years, no, but it, it does. So it does. Vinyl siding does fade. fade? Yes. How many estimates did you get? Just but one. I don't know what else could have done it. Let me see the estimate. And then what happens? The first call I made was uh, the lady answered. I guess it's Mrs. Reyes, and. Um, she said, Ray will take, take care of it. Well, the following week I called again and I only got an answering machine. The following week again I called, still only the answering machine. Why are you guys ignoring her? I yeah. sent my guy over. No, I know, but at, when she's calling you after your guy came over and saying what's going to happen, what's going to happen, why are you ignoring she her? She spoke to me because several times, and she demanded that she wanted the entire side of her house done. To you. I, she yes, said that to and you. and I said I couldn't do anything. Is it, I, here's a part that I don't get. Litigation first, it's like, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Sentence first, trial later. Litigation first, attempt to fix it, never. And in the attempt to fix it is free. Why don't you talk with her and try to, try to see if, because my understanding, Maybe I'm wrong, but I, while you guys were talking, I was looking up, I didn't mean to be rude, but I was looking up the, whether, you know, the, the vinyl fades. I, I know every person in America who has vinyl siding right now has an opinion about what I'm about to say, and whether it's true or not, maybe it depends on the quality, but it's, it's, not, it's not supposed to fade. That's kind of the idea. You don't have to repaint it, you don't have to do stuff. So why are you saying that vinyl fades and it won't be the same color? Why is he telling, more importantly, why is he telling her that instead of just trying to fix it and seeing if it flies? I guess in his opinion, he wanted to be forthright with her. Oh, that's helpful. That's how we got here. If he fixed it and she didn't like it, she'd sue you anyway. Your Honor. Did you ever ask your guy who you got an estimate from whether or not it could be repaired? The, the guy, he gave me an estimate, that estimate, he says, if I just do the bottom, you know, it will not match. I said, okay, got it. I've, I've looked into what the price for that many square feet would be to redo, and the, the, it is virtually identical to the amount that this estimate is. And I'm going to award the plaintiff the $1,600 and order the defendants to pay it. That's my verdict. Thank you, Your Honor.
Well, they've just lost their case in the people's court here. And uh, what's your reaction to coming out here on the losing end? Well, if we're responsible for it, we got no problem paying for it. You know, we do damage all the time, but my contention was that it was previous damage, but the judge didn't see it that way. No, no. Uh, why would she all, all of a sudden decide to sue you for some pre-existing damage? Uh, I don't know, because she waited why? three years. Why would she do that? I don't know. You have to ask her. All right. <laughs> Head right down this way. All right, so come on out. And tell me what you think of this outcome. It's justice. Justice been served. So why did you wait so long to bring this to court? Well, I just got a little bit fed up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, Kurt. Uh, you know, this happens a lot um, where somebody's property gets damaged and they want it replaced. You can only get it replaced if you can prove to the judge first that you can't get it repaired.